everybody, welcome back to Witch Fix. Today we're looking at the sequel to The Dress, which, depending on how I order these, will have been either last week or some time ago. Uh, but that was a book by Sophie Nichols, which was all about a lady called Fabia who came from Iran, married an Italian man, and then ended up in York running a dress shop. And there was a little touch of magical realism, a little waft of the chocolats there, and that was probably what I, I most compared it to. Um, and then this is the sequel. So this is when her daughter Ella has grown up and now runs the former dress shop as a bookshop. So it's another kind of cosy magical realism book about a bookshop, which I didn't initially realise was an actual sequel. I thought this was a separate book just about a different bookshop, but it, it is a sequel. And unfortunately, if the dress was kind of like a, a nice little bowl of, of chocolate pudding, a little bit samey, a little bit safe, but you know, ultimately quite delicious. This was like drinking a glass of water with a Ferrero Rocher at the bottom. There were kind of wafts of something delicious, but it remained tantalisingly out of reach. And when I actually got to it, it was a little bit damp and ruined. So to start with the good stuff, um, there was a new character introduced in this book called Bryony, who becomes kind of Ella's friend uh, and a customer of the bookshop. And she is suffering from... Um, she sees things that aren't there and has been diagnosed with like various mental illnesses and I'm going to trigger warn for discussion of mental illness and also for discussion of abusive relationships um, because uh, Bryony's having a bit of a tough time, she's a little bit lost, she's come out of some sort of residential treatment centre or hospital, unclear. Uh, and a guy who was helping to take care of her there as a volunteer has kind of wormed his way into becoming her boyfriend and then proposed and she's kind of bemused as to how she ended up in this situation, living with this man, going to marry this man. And she's feeling a bit lost, so she comes to the bookshop and ends up po uh, purchasing the titular book. Uh, this novel is called Miss Mary's Book of Dreams, and Miss Mary's Book of Dreams is what she purchases. Uh, it's an old book written uh, from the notes of a guy who took the confession of a village wise woman before she was killed for being a witch. And there are multiple copies of this. Uh, but she buys one and, and quickly becomes interested in Miss Mary and in her history. And this and her friendship with Ella kind of helps her to work out her own past, to, to kind of work on herself and get to where she needs to be by the end of the book. Uh, so I quite enjoyed Bryony's storyline and even Ella's storyline to an extent. Her whole thing is that she's become a mother and she's a bit worried that her husband might be cheating on her. There are elements in that that I thought were really well done and really beautiful. And then we have Fabia, the original character from the, the dress, the main character, coming back over from California to be with her daughter and she's uh, torn over whether she wants to marry the guy she got with in the first book. I feel like my main problem with this book was a case of too many cooks because although we did get more magic in this one and that was I was really grateful for the presence of less magical realism and more just magic, um, again it felt like the story never really reached a crisis point at like a peak. There was never the excitement that it promised. And that was kind of an issue I had with the dress that it kind of built very slowly towards what I was sure was going to be kind of a, a very climactic and dramatic ending. And then nothing happens, which was a little bit disappointing. So I'm going to get a little bit spoilery, but we're going to talk about it. 
So although this one had like more magic, I did dislike the plot more because it had too many plot lines. So you've got Bryony's plot line, Ella's plot line, Fabia's plot line comes back into it. Fabia's grandmother visits from Iran as well. So we get segments from her perspective. Um, there's just too much going on. And I feel like I would have preferred a book that focused on Bryony because, and I don't want to sound mean, but I kind of had enough of Ella and Fabia in their book as like main characters and maybe they could have come back as incidental ones in this but it felt like the interesting story Bryony's story was broken up into these very small occasional chunks and the majority of the experience was spending more time with characters who I wasn't really interested in anymore because I'd gone through a whole journey with them and this just felt like more of the same and I know there's a third book in the series which I to be honest don't plan on reading because it seems like it's going to be more about Ella and her family so pass but it does annoy me when books get like this and there's like book series but people refuse to let go of their first characters and they're like oh I love spending time with them I love writing about them and it's like well that's fair enough but that doesn't mean I want to read about them I want to read new things which is why I'm reading a different book uh, so there was that and basically all of the plot lines kind of trundle along and you're getting the feeling that something's going to happen something dramatic because you've got ella worried that her husband's going to have an affair with Bryony's sister who he works with you've got Bryony building towards this confrontation which takes ages to arrive with this guy who is basically taking advantage of her being in this sort of broken down position to kind of worm his way into free housing essentially um, and you've got Fabia trying to make her decision as to whether to, she wants to marry this guy she's been with for like 10 years, which seems like not really an issue, but whatever. And then like basically nothing comes of it. Ella gets reassured that her husband is not having an affair. There's like a literal one page confrontation between Bryony and this dude who, um, She's been building up and building up and building up to having this com uh, confrontation with him. So, page 182, she gets told by Fabia, you know, that you don't need a man to rescue you. Page 216, um, she shows up again, but we haven't seen her since page 122, so, like, uh, 182. So, she's been missing for, like, 50 pages. She shows up again for something completely irrelevant, and then on page 254... Um, she gets like comforted and told that she can deal with this. She can, she can be strong. And it's like, people keep telling her to be strong and the chapters keep ending with her going like, I'm going to go home and have this confrontation. But we don't get that confrontation until page 283, if I'm being generous, 282 to 83, where basically she's sitting down for dinner with this guy, Ed. And he says, oh, I don't know why you're wearing makeup, because I don't really like women who wear makeup. And then she says, I don't think it's been going well between us recently. It's not your fault. It's just that I've changed. I'm still finding my way since I was ill. And I don't think I can change back again. And then he says, you what? And then nothing basically happens. He just goes upstairs and packs his stuff and says, don't come crying to me when you're just a sad lady who's been committed again because you're mad. And then leaves. There's no, like, confrontation. 
it's all very passive she just says the thing she needs to say which is a brave thing and i'm not saying it's not a brave thing for her to actually say that but i wanted more from her the amount of work it had taken for her to get here i needed her to push more and she didn't she just said i think that we shouldn't be in a relationship anymore and then he said horrible things to her while she just sat there quietly and then he left and she was like cool he's gone and then she has another confrontation sort of with her sister because her sister's hiding the fact that she has a baby from her dad's business partner and she's constantly asking Bryony to ask the dad for money nothing really happens with that she just says i'm not going to do this for you again which presumably she also said last time again it just doesn't feel strong enough it doesn't feel decisive enough and it doesn't feel like she really took anything from miss mary's book of dreams she doesn't do any magic she just kind of does the bare minimum to stand up for herself and for me to have read like nearly 300 pages of book at that point i need something more dramatic from your character i need something a little bit more rewarding and satisfactory to get to than just them doing the bare minimum it, it just it, it fell a bit flat for me similarly with ella uh, she goes to her husband's place of work finds this other lady coming on to him and him very firmly turning her down and being like what the fuck are you doing hooray for him and then she just doesn't do anything to selena the, the the woman who's trying to have an affair with her husband she just runs away and then her husband follows her and they talk for a bit and he's like don't be such a silly sausage i think you're beautiful marriage saved so it had a, a little bit of, a, of that about it there just wasn't a lot that i found very satisfying at the end of the book and to be honest i find characters quite boring when they have children and that's a me thing but the fact that ella was just like there was a lot about her kid in this it's just like it's always that boring point in tv shows where everyone starts getting married and having kids and you're like this isn't really interesting anymore this is just a lot of like kids admin stuff uh, so that I didn't find terribly interesting, but I feel like that plot line is more for people who are in Ella's situation, who are married, who are perhaps worried that they have become boring and unattractive, who worry that they're not being a good mother. These are just not concerns that I have, so it, it, it's, it's not really a storyline that I can relate to. Uh, Bryony's storyline also kind of worried me because although Fabia and Ella see colours and signals around people, that can be more described as like a feeling kind of like synesthesia whereas Bryony is having full conversations with entities that she can see like weird kind of fairy angel type things that appear in trees and talk to her and throughout the book she's like stopped taking her medication she I think maybe has stopped seeing her therapist and it's like this is not something that I'm comfortable with this is not something that people with an actual mental illness should be encouraged to do because it does seem like she is definitely seeing stuff that isn't there and should probably still be undergoing some sort of treatment for that and the book is just like nah it's all good she's just magic and it's like well most of the book is magical realism so if it's magical realism then you can't really ask me to believe that these entities are actually real things that she can see because that's not really is it real is it not of magical realism that's just straight up fantasy so that was a little bit worrying as a plot line so unfortunately i didn't have a really very good time with this and i was kind of getting impatient with it because it's longer than the dress because 
there's so many other storylines that have to be in it. It's also less focused. And if you ask me to describe what the plot is, I would be able to tell you about the emotional journeys that these women go on, but I wouldn't be able to tell you about anything that actually happened because nothing really does happen. They just kind of potter about. They, like, Bryony keeps coming to the bookshop and talking to them and they keep changing the window displays and having events and occasionally like they pop out to miss mary's old cottage and potter around there for a bit but there's no like plot happenings like in the dress there was at least like you know councillor pike um doing something bad or a confrontation here and there um with other people you could see like there was a mystery unwinding about what was going on with Katrina's family. In this, it just feels like people being wheeled from one room to another, having an internal life that is quite interesting, but an external life that is very boring to read. One of the things that was quite interesting, though, was that each chapter, instead of beginning with a description of an item of clothing, like in the dress, now begins with a quote from Miss Mary's Book of Dreams. So, for example, chapter one, uh, begins with the paragraph to summon dream guides from the other world find the place where oak apple and birch trees grow together make an offering to the spirits there that same night look through a hold stone before falling asleep if you know who you wish to see call their name politely three times from miss mary's book of dreams and it's really in these sections that the magic is there although we don't see any people in the book actually doing these things so it does feel a little bit disconnected and disjointed with um fabia's grandmother coming to visit she actually does do something which i would describe as kind of a ritual she lays out things that are um sort of connected to people on page 255 it says first she lay down the single glossy hair that she plucked from Bryony's coat collar next to it she placed the half-eaten apple left by billy on the breakfast table that morning next to this she smoothed out the scribbled note in ella's flowing handwriting that she'd salvaged from the pile of receipts and bills on the old tea chest in ella and billy's hallway billy dinner in fridge love l x finally at the very end of the arc she called the piece of red embroidery cotton she'd taken from farah's jar of saved thread ends as she laid each of these objects in place, she thought of the person to whom it belonged. She stilled her mind and breathed deeply. So then she envisages these people and goes through kind of like a thought journey, thinking about her past and thinking about each of the people that she's represented in her little ritual. And then at the end of this, when she's like done some stuff with a feather and a tarot card and various other ritual steps, she says, let the dream come, she whispered to herself as she heard the signals murmuring. Let it come to each of us women tonight, Farah and Ella and Bryony and me. Let us weave it together into a new story. So then they all have like dreams, but the dreams don't really seem to like affect anything that they do and i think we only read one of those dreams i think it's only Bryony's one that we actually get to see so that's a bit odd and also she has something there that belongs to billy and yet there, there doesn't seem to be a mention of him like he's not getting a dream so that seems very odd um and also she takes a lot of steps for this from miss mary's book like she cuts rose roots to cut trouble uh, in one step and from Miss Mary's book. But this lady, whose name I, I cannot say, which is why I'm referring to her as Farah's grandmother, Farah is Fabia's real name, um, she's meant to be this kind of 
learned wise woman from Iran. She like knows all of these magical things from her family and her practice. And yet she's visiting England and has picked up this book and is now treating it as if it's like her Bible for magic, as opposed to like using her own wisdom, which felt a little bit weird to me that she wouldn't, you know, do things her own way and use her own customs and would just treat this one woman's book as if it were gospel. So that was a little bit strange. But though you, you see we have some more like definitive magic being used in the book, which I was uh, grateful for. And I kind of wish that had been in the dress because the dress I definitely prefer preferred more to this one. Um, I said at the end of my review for the dress that I hoped that we'd get a little bit of closure on some of the people uh, who were mentioned in that, like what happened to Councillor Pike. And we do in this one, we get told, you know, a little bit about what happened to them afterwards, but it felt very too little too late. I would have much rather have had that in the dress because the dress had that little kind of flash forward bit at the end where everyone was grown up and I feel like it would have been more appropriate there. So unfortunately I didn't have a really good time with Miss Mary's Book of Dreams. I thought I would enjoy it more than the dress because of the whole like it's about a magical book as opposed to about um, vintage clothes but unfortunately the reverse was true and I'm not going to read the third part in it although my understanding is that these were all like previously maybe published as like ebooks, either self-published or published elsewhere because they have different names. Um, so like there's the dress and then there's Miss Mary's Book of Dreams. But then there's also, um, I think, a different series where I think the first one is still called The Dress. But then the second one is called The Something Else. And then the third one is called The Glass. And it's all about um, Ella going to visit her paternal aunt in Venice who is very clunkily introduced at the end of this book. So I guess in the next book, we're going to Venice. Uh, but there we have it. If you enjoyed these books, do let me know if you'd like me to read the third one, because I'm probably not going to do it on my own steam. Uh, but in the meantime, please recommend anything like magical realism, anything kind of chiclety, because again, I'm running out of those kind of books on my shelf. Uh, drop your recommendations in the comments on the YouTube version of the podcast. And in the meantime, I'll see you in the next one. Bye.